Hi everyone, this is kind of crazy, but welcome to the first episode of my podcast. Um, I kind of want to just kick things off and talk about a topic that I think a lot of people can relate to, and that topic is the high expectations that are consistently put onto teenagers. Now, this could obviously be a range of different factors, and of course, they vary in extremity, but I think consistently the one thing everyone has to encounter is the conversation about their future. Throughout high school, a reoccurring theme and a reoccurring question that you're always asked is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And there's also that expectation that you're going to go to college, you're going to receive a college education. At least where I'm from, of course, this could be different, but typically your school and, you know, the adults around you kind of expect the children your age to go to college. So the questions around this conversation are always, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to study? What kind of career do you want to pursue? And as a 16-year-old, actually, even a 14-year-old, you have to answer one question that determines your entire future. And that is insane. At an age that young, there are still so many undiscovered passions and interests that have not been ignited within these students. And forcing them to make a decision that's almost set in stone. And of course, you can change your career path down the line. But after receiving an education within a specialized field, it makes it a little difficult to kind of do a whole 360, if you know what I mean. But ultimately, I think it's ridiculous that children are expected to be able to answer this question. It's honestly really frustrating because maybe like 80% of the majors that these students have the opportunity to pursue haven't been introduced to them in high school. So how are they supposed to know that that's something that will pique their interest? And I think that's why we so often see college students that are still constantly changing their majors because they take a class and they realize that they actually have a love for that particular subject and then they go to switch their career path. You know what I mean? It's just really sad to see that our society has kind of created a system in which literal kids are expected to make a choice that influences the rest of their life. And I just want to make it clear that I'm also speaking from experience. Like, I was one of those kids that had no idea what I wanted to do and was kind of forced to figure it out really quickly to set myself up for success in the future. And that's not easy. It wasn't an easy process. And I'm thankful that I had the support that I had and the resources that I had. But there are a lot of other people that don't have that same privilege or that same drive or maybe haven't been exposed to passions that they want to pursue yet and it's really unfortunate and i think an example of misunderstanding your passion has a lot to do with kind of feeling the pressure to choose based on what you've already been exposed to and personally i've been playing soccer all my life i played soccer when i was in elementary school middle school high school and it kind of progressed and a lot of people made the assumption that that was something that i love to do and something that i was definitely going to pursue after I graduated and throughout college, so on and so forth. And as I grew older, I started to realize that it really wasn't something that I loved. 
And that actually sounds kind of bad because why would I put myself through like years of playing that sport if I didn't like it? And it, I did like it. It was fun and I loved the team bonding and the adrenaline I felt when I was on the field and all these other factors. But I knew deep down that that wasn't a part of my life that I knew I wanted to maintain, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. And I think this moment kind of hit me my freshman year of high school when I was in my English class and we received an assignment that required us to write poetry about one of our passions. And I remember sitting at my desk thinking to myself, what am I passionate about? Because I had no idea at the time. And that's completely understandable. I was 14. I hadn't even gone through puberty yet. I remember confronting my teacher and kind of just telling him, listen, I don't know what to write about. I'm really conflicted. I can't really think of anything that I'm super passionate about. Before I continue, I should also point out that he was aware that I played soccer and that I was on the school soccer team and he had seen some of my games and he was actually like a really big supporter, which I appreciated. And he looked at me blankly and he was kind of just like, what about soccer? Aren't you passionate about soccer? And I literally just went, no, I'm not. And I think that's when it started to hit me that I've kind of just been trained to keep going through the motions and accepting things the way they are. And I was essentially taught that, well, not taught, but I was like under the impression at that point in my life that what I had was as good as it's going to get and there's nothing else I can explore. And that is so wrong. And the reason why I tell that story is because I think a lot of kids naturally are going to resort to claiming something as their passion and claiming that they want to continue a part of their life because they've just been doing it for so long and at that point it just seems natural instead of them actually wanting to pursue something they love. So to all the high school students out there, I want you guys to know that if you haven't found that thing that you love, if you haven't really discovered a career that you really, really want to continue, that it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's normal. You're like everyone else your age. And it's going to take some time for you to explore other interests, other activities, other hobbies before you really decide what you want to keep doing for the rest of your life. And please remember that no matter how far in life you've gotten, if you're ever at a point where you hate what you do and life is kind of just mundane and boring and it feels so repetitive, don't be afraid to kind of just switch things up and start doing things that you love whether that just be on the side as a hobby or maybe you want to make a small side hustle out of it who knows you could be 14 years old or you could be 60 years old i don't care you only live once and you might as well spend your life doing something that you won't regret don't look back at yourself in a hundred years and look at all the things that you've accomplished and just been like damn like i wish i learned how to play the guitar or I wish I learned that language, or I wish I took that course. Don't be that person, you know, like live your life to the fullest. Do what you want to do and don't let anyone discourage you. Okay, I kind of feel like I went really off track at the end of that, but I'm going to change the topic a little and this is still kind of on brand in terms of college and all, but I want to discuss the sudden expectation to be independent once at least in the United States, once we turn 18, because legally we're now adults, right? 
And I think that that sudden change is seen so vividly within college life because you go from being in high school and in high school, you know, you live with your parents and your parents most often supply a lot for you. I don't want to speak for everyone, but they take care of your health insurance. They feed you. They provide transport. Sometimes, you know, they pay for a lot of things, so on and so forth. The list goes on. And now all of a sudden you're in a new environment. You're in college you're living alone. You have to learn how to take care of yourself. You need to learn how to, I don't know, pay bills or do your own laundry or how to cook. And if you're lucky, your parents have prepared you for this. If you're not, there's a good chance you might struggle. And although this concept seems so simple, the amount of freshmen in college that I see go completely off the rails is astronomical and i think that's because you kind of go from zero to a hundred you go from having this structure in your life to having no structure at all and being in control of all of your decisions and i think the lack of preparation in this field sets a lot of people up for failure because with this newfound freedom there are so many things you want to do you kind of lose sight of what's important and why you are in college and that's to receive an education and naturally as a result without that structure without that peace of mind or without that frame people start to decline and i'm not speaking for everyone but i've noticed a theme with a lot of college students that this is what happens and this conversation is not talked about enough after expecting 14 year olds to determine what their career path is going to be you would think a high school would at least attempt to prepare students for what they're going to experience in college and what they're going to see. Now, I know the example of suddenly turning 18 and being independent and, you know, having to choose your career path when you're in high school kind of go hand in hand, but I think a theme that I see within both of these examples is the expectation of teenagers to take this initiative on their own to explore their passions without the help of others, to learn how to take care of themselves before their 18th birthday, so on and so forth, whatever it may be. And as lovely as that sounds, it's just simply not realistic. If you are someone that has done this and has had the motivation to do so or encouragement and support from parents, then good for you. That's a really good thing. Your life is on track. You know what you want to do. You have your priorities set in place. You have your goals and you know how you want to achieve them. For a lot of other people, this doesn't come as naturally. And this, of course, could be for a handful of reasons, but I think it would be unfair to say that this is because some students are lazier than others or any other adjective that kind of just appreciates the value or the work ethic of these other kids. It's important to remember that there's always something else going on in these students' lives behind the scenes that you may not see. Maybe they're struggling a lot with mental health or their parents have been fighting constantly and it's just been really difficult for them to cope or they're drowning in schoolwork or whatever it may be. There's always a reason behind this quote-unquote laziness that people are constantly being accused for. A task that seems so simple to one person could be very difficult for another to achieve. 
Anyways, I kind of just wanted to highlight the very rocky transition from high school to college in general or from being a kid one day and then just automatically turning into an adult the next. I also kind of just want to make it clear that I'm aware that this is very much a problem people with privilege have to encounter, if that makes sense, and I know that a lot of other kids around the world would kill to have to decide what they want to be when they grow up or have to deal with the difficult transition from high school to college and whatever it may be as opposed to having to live in poverty or fight every day for your life because you have a deadly disease of some sort. Having the opportunity to receive a higher education or to even be alive for this long is incredible and it's something that everyone should be grateful for and i think it's something we often take for granted and we should be more appreciative of it and i kind of just want to outline that i'm not making this podcast to complain about a struggle that seems so trivial i just wanted to bring awareness to a problem that a lot of high school students probably encounter and i want to let people know that they're not alone and it's okay to not know what you want to do with your life and it's okay to struggle with the transition from having to be more independent and to take care of yourself on your own. Now before I wrap up my first podcast episode there's one more thing that I want to talk about in terms of the expectations of teenagers and that is the expectations that parents put onto their children and I think that this is such a prevalent issue. I think the most common example of this is seen with a lot of teenagers that struggle with their mental health because let's admit some days are definitely a lot harder than others and there are some days you just don't want to do anything you want to lay in bed all day you don't want to get up you don't want to go to school you don't want to have to deal with any of your responsibilities and a lot of the times parents don't get that and this is especially difficult if you're a kid that actually tries to express how they feel to your parents maybe you want to let them know that you're not doing so well mentally and that it's been really hard for you these past couple of days but when you do try to explain to them the way you're feeling they kind of shut it down or they tell you that your feelings aren't valid because you have all of these good things and parents are so quick to say I give you food I put a roof over your head I pay for your school I let you hang out with your friends you have a phone Like, why are you being so ungrateful? You know how many other kids would kill to be in your position? And yeah, that's true, but that doesn't inherently determine the state of your mental health. And I think that's something that they don't understand. And it can be really difficult when you're struggling on your own and you actually do try to reach out for help and you go to your parents for help and they shut it down immediately. And they tell you that you don't have the right to be feeling this way or that you need to get over yourself. And it kind of just puts a lot of pressure onto you and you start feeling really worthless almost and it kind of just adds on to the self-hatred that's been building up the past few days and i just want to say that if there's even the slightest chance that a parent is listening instead of ridiculing your child for telling you how they feel or trying to express their emotions or instead of criticizing them or gaslighting them just support them just tell them it's going to be okay Tell them that it gets better. Reassure them. Don't add on to the already existing self-hatred and negativity that's been circling around their head. Help make your child feel seen. Let them know that they're not the only one and that it's okay to feel this way. Because it is okay. It's unrealistic to always be happy. And it's unrealistic to expect students especially to have perfect mental health. 
parents constantly expect their kids to be happy all the time simply just because of materialistic items and I hate to break it to you but money can't buy you complete happiness and don't get me wrong it obviously helps but just having all of these expensive items and access to whatever program or opportunity doesn't really mean that your kid's going to be happy. And this is just one example of the pressure parents put onto their kids. I can honestly go on for days. There are so many other scenarios and some kids struggle to compete with their siblings because their parents expect them to be as good as their brother or their sister and other parents expect their kids to have perfect grades and to be at the top of their class or whatever it is. But the more pressure put onto people, not even just students, just humans in general, the more pressure you put onto them, the closer they get to the edge and the more likely they are to crack, to break, and to kind of just fall apart. And I think that that's something parents kind of do unintentionally. And it's not always their fault. Sometimes they have genuine intentions and they really just want their kids to be the best that they can be. So they push them to encourage them to achieve more. But sometimes that constant pushing, that constant pressure does more damage than good. Please just remember that even if your parents don't acknowledge that you need a break from time to time, that you need to give yourself a break. And that if no one's telling you that they're proud of you, that I'm proud of you. And that you're doing so good. And that you can get through this and you can keep pushing. Forget about any of the expectations you face. And work at your own pace. Do what you love. And do what's best for you. Support yourself in the best way that you can. Whether or not that that's widely accepted or that your parents or your peers approve of it. Do what's best for yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's all you have. All you have is yourself. So you might as well create the best version of yourself that's possibly attainable. So moral of the story, you're not alone. And you're not alone if you're struggling to determine your career for your future or if you're struggling to transition from being dependent on your parents to being independent and only relying on yourself or even if you're just doing really poorly mentally or academically and you feel like you have no one to rely on you are not alone. There is always someone else going through the same thing that you're going through and it will get better. I promise you that. Thank you all so much for listening to the first episode of this podcast. I'm super excited and you're all awesome.